from the New Media Institute at the University of Georgia. Hello and welcome to the Georgia On Your Mind podcast, a series that explores the relationship between the state of Georgia and the university that lives within the heart of it. Each week, a new episode will dive into an area that the state excels in and how the University of Georgia acts as a major contributor to that success. Left side, Swanson to first. Your 2021 NCEA Dual Discipline National Champions, the Georgia Bulldogs! Georgia Bulldogs bludgeon their way to back to back. Glory, glory. Hey, I'm Erin Riney. I'm a graduate student studying emerging media at the New Media Institute at the University of Georgia. I'm really excited to talk about today's topic, which is sports tourism in the state of Georgia. As we know, sports is a massive industry, just people coming to the games, but the tourism that surrounds it. And we're also going to be looking at how the University of Georgia specifically plays a major role in why it's so successful in the state of Georgia. Right. And hey, guys, I'm Bailey. I am also a graduate student at the University of Georgia studying with Aaron. And I'm going to be today's interviewer for today's episode. So I had the opportunity to interview our wonderful guests for today's show. And we got to discuss the culture surrounding sports in Georgia and how the university plays a major role in that. Yeah. As I mentioned, if you grew up in the South or have just been living in the South for a while, you know that sports, especially football, is a huge deal. I mean, I personally went to a really big high school and Friday Night Lights was the thing to do over the weekend. And even coming to a big university like UGA, I've seen that carry on. I mean, Georgia sports, like I said, especially football, is such a big deal. Saturdays in Athens are so fun with all of the tradition um, that comes with it, all the culture that surrounds the sport and the city of Athens. As we know, the Georgia Bulldogs won the 2021 National Championship only two months after the Atlanta Braves won the World Series. And not only that, but we went on the year after to win another national championship in 2022, making us back-to-back national champions for the first time in Georgia football history. For you Atlanta fans who have been experiencing a streak of losses and, you know, it was it was hard to be an Atlanta sports fan for a while there, but after those two teams won back-to-back from each other, I mean, it really sent shockwaves throughout the country. I mean, it brought so much visibility to sports in Georgia, but just Georgia in general. And even aside from Georgia football and the Atlanta Braves, we have Atlanta United, we have the Hawks, and we have the Falcons. So Georgia sports definitely is a force to be reckoned with. For sure. And if you're in Atlanta or familiar with the area, you know about Mercedes-Benz Stadium because it's home to Atlanta United and the Atlanta Falcons. And UGA even plays there usually at least once a year, especially if we get into the SEC championship. So uh, just like Aaron said, like Mercedes-Benz Stadium has helped bring a lot of visibility to the state. And on top of that has been a massive financial impact to the city of Atlanta and to the state of Georgia. And we'll introduce our first guest, Tim Zulaski, who is currently the president at AMBSE, which includes Mercedes-Benz Stadium. When we originally interviewed him, he was the chief revenue officer, but has since been promoted to president. However, our interview still contains a lot of insightful information to the economics of sport in Georgia and the city of Atlanta. All right. So let's start off by introducing yourself, your name, and your role here at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Sure. Tim Zalask. I'm the chief revenue officer for Arthur Blank Sports Entertainment. So that's the Atlanta Falcons, Atlanta United, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So yeah, we wanted to interview Mr. Zalaski just because 
we wanted to understand from the state perspective, from from a state of Georgia perspective, just how massive uh, sports is as an industry, sports t- tourism and the economics behind it. And he's in a new, unique role to help us understand that uh, with his deep insight into how sports works from a venue side of things and how that drives the local and state economies within Georgia. So you're, if you're driving from outside the state of Georgia, chances are you are staying in a hotel. You are eating at a restaurant. You are experiencing Georgia. So there's the economic direct return from a head and bed or a consumption at a restaurant. There's also the aspect of um, uh, getting things done in society to support those events. So when the Olympics came here, as a part of the Olympics coming here, they laid one of the most impressive fiber optic networks in the United States here in Georgia that ultimately now has companies like Global Payments based here in Atlanta because that's, that is the infrastructure they need in order to run their business. So you then also get exposure. So when, when you know, those people come here from other cities and states and countries and, and see how great Atlanta is and Georgia is, then, then they're like, well, maybe, you know, as a business owner in the future, I should reside there. Or maybe as a person, I should go there. So as Tim mentioned about sports being an economic driver for uh, the local economy and surrounding areas, uh, he also starts to hit on that sports is more than just money and more than just an economic driver. He really leans into the idea that sports culture in itself connects a community together and makes its own culture and has that togetherness that people really strive for when watching sports and being a part of that spectatorship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for a few years now, Mercedes-Benz has been the place for these people to converge and watch their favorite sports teams play. It hasn't been open for super long, about five years now. It actually opened back in 2017. But before that, we had the Georgia Dome in Atlanta, and that was opened in 1992 and served as the place where people came to watch their teams play until 2017 when Arthur Blank, who is a businessman who is most well-known for co-founding the Home Depot, spearheaded this effort to build a brand new stadium with state-of-the-art facilities to provide positive change within Atlanta and within the surrounding areas. So we know that the Atlanta Falcons play there every Sunday. Atlanta United matches play there. But every once in a while, as Bailey mentioned, the Georgia Bulldogs come to play. So it's a really special time when these teams play there and the fans come and participate in this thing that they love and that brings them together with strangers around them. It's more about us as AMBSC living out our vision that we would be a social and economic catalyst for change and catalyst for positive growth in the city of Atlanta and the state of Georgia. So if this stadium sits dark, we're not a catalyst for anything. And apart from professional sports, Mercedes-Benz Stadium actually serves as a place where high schools can come to play. Zalaski had mentioned in his interview that um, some high schools that have flag football games are able to come play there, which is a really cool opportunity for them because they might come to Mercedes-Benz Stadium to watch a game, but rarely does somebody get to actually play on the field. So um, it provides some really cool opportunities for neighboring high schools and the students that are there. Right. And going into this, we I have always thought that Mercedes-Benz Stadium was just a place for professional sports and some college events, but I had no idea to the extent that of which that they hosted even high school events and um, flag football, as Aaron mentioned. So it was really cool. Uh, from a from a amateur flag or girls flag, which we were the catalyst again for instituting the statewide program for um, high school girls flag football, as well as for uh, tackle football 
to be played at Mercedes-Benz Stadium gives those kids the, you know, you want to talk about memories for the family and for the kids, whether, you know, the odds of any of them playing professional are, are extremely, extremely small. Um, but for that day, in their, in their families' minds and in their minds, they were in, you know, where the Atlanta Falcons play, where UGA has played. Um, and, and so for us, it is about bringing, building a connectivity uh, to the people uh, of this city and of this state um, so that, you know, they, you can't be in a situation of what I'll call take, even though ultimately we're giving, we're giving the content to give to the fan. But when you look at um, amateur athletics in particular, especially high school, we are, are giving a, you know, multi-billion dollar venue over to uh, an, um, a program that no matter how fluent the high school program is, they don't have Mercedes-Benz Stadium to play in. And so it's a way for us to create connectivity with those communities. It's a way for us to be an asset for the city, an asset for the state. Um, so, so it's a true give back um, with, with, I would say, our only takeaway is the aspiration that we further uh, get in between the, uh, get in the hearts and the minds of those people. So as we've previously mentioned that uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium is a top contender for the world's biggest sporting events. You know, author Blank wanted to ensure that Atlanta remains a top contender in attracting the world's largest sports and entertainment events by placing the stadium in the heart of the city of Atlanta. And in the past five years, Mercedes-Benz has certainly lived up to that expectation. I mean, we've had the College Football National Championship back in 2018 there. We had Super Bowl 53 in 2019. And we also had a Major League Soccer Cup hosted there in 2018 as well. So there's been a lot of big championship level events happening here in Atlanta. The um, city and state have a great foundation. And as a result, people come. And then when you have people, there's demand for sport because of the connectivity that sport has to people in society. So I would ultimately say from an opinion, sport is only going to play a bigger role in the citizens of the state of Georgia um, than it does today. Um, because again, if done right, it's the greatest galvanizer and people are having fun and creating memories and sharing with loved ones. And who doesn't want to do that? You always got to remember that, that anyone who's choosing to come here, there's a cost. There's a cost to a ticket. There's a cost to their time. There's a cost to traveling. To what else they could be doing in life. And so we have to provide benefits at a higher level than the cost of coming here. So as Zelowski touches on here, there's a cost to these tickets. There's not only the monetary cost of uh, the actual ticket itself, but also the time and willingness of the fan to travel to Atlanta to experience their favorite sports teams. As a fan myself, it's always been a cool experience to go to Mercedes-Benz Stadium, to go in this huge dome of a stadium, even with the roof open or closed. It's, it's a really cool experience to be in a place like that right in downtown Atlanta. Yeah, and I think it's an even cooler experience when Georgia comes to play there because that's not their home stadium. Um, so even though it's pretty close to home, it just brings a different energy into the space and for the fans. As we know, Georgia actually played Oregon back in September to open their 2022 football season in the Chick-fil-A kickoff series. 
which has been hosted at Mercedes-Benz Stadium since it opened. This game proved to be one of the most sought after with tickets selling nearly two months ahead of time. And I mean, this makes sense because Georgia won the national championship the year before, so they were returning as national champions. But even without that title to back them up, Georgia playing at Mercedes-Benz Stadium has always been one of the most, if not the most, riveting sports event in the state each time they play there. For Georgia fans who currently live in Athens or maybe those who have already graduated, these Georgia games played at Mercedes-Benz Stadium are a chance to come back home and experience Georgia football again. UGA playing here, you're taking arguably the, the best stadium in the world um, and obviously the national championships when champion team this year coming here. But you know, at, at the end, um, from a, a collegiate level, UGA football touches a lot of people's hearts throughout the state of Georgia. And you're bringing them from Athens, which is obviously the campus and wonderful, into the capital, which is Atlanta. Um, and so there's a specialness in, in that regard. And I think it also will feel from an access perspective. You know, remember, Atlanta's uh, 80% of the U.S. consuming publics within a two-hour flight of Atlanta. So if you're a UA, UGA grad that is now living in wherever, uh, Phoenix, Arizona, a little longer than two hours, but three and change, you can fly into Atlanta use MARTA, never rent a car, and be at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. There's 16,000 hotel rooms within a one-mile walk of Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So all those fans, whether they're you know living in Georgia or displaced, can easily come back and enjoy their Georgia Bulldogs here. I would say it a, a little bit more convenient than the commute to Athens. So as Alaski mentioned, UGA playing at Mercedes-Benz is definitely a special experience. I mean, one of the reasons for that is because Athens is only – 90 minutes east of Atlanta. So it's really close. It's definitely doable as a day trip for a game. So um, Georgia fans are definitely showing up at these games. I mean, the red and black is definitely prevalent in the stands, which is awesome. But even outside of that, Athens is where these student athletes train and they work so hard to uh, be able to come to the stadium and show up as their best selves for these games. We're going to take a short break, but when we come back, we'll discuss the unique impact that UGA has on the sports world and talk with Josh Brooks, the university's athletic director, on his perspective of sports and college athletics in the state of Georgia. If you went to the University of Georgia or have just been to Athens for whatever reason, you know that it is a special place. I mean, Athens is the epitome of the term college town. It was literally built around the University of Georgia and really serves as the heart and soul of it. And it has a strong culture of music, food, and more. I feel like I a lot of people know it um, and love it to be great at those things, but it's also where people come for a higher education. I mean, people from all over the country, all over the world, even if they want to get that higher education and really have access to those world-class resources, they come to the University University of Georgia to do that. Right. And when I came here to tour for the first time, it was honestly really cool to see the downtown Athens being right on the border of campus. And it just goes hand in hand. And I've been here for almost five years now. And there's always something new to see and watch, to eat. There's so many restaurants I still haven't been able to find because um, <laughs> there's always something new out there. So you know, Athens has a very strong and rich culture here. 
which makes it really special. And as we go on, you'll hear from Josh Brooks, our athletic director here, talk about the specialness of Athens, but I'll let him do a quick introduction of himself. I am Josh Brooks. I am the director of athletics here at the University of Georgia. So yeah, as you just heard, he's our athletic director here at the University of Georgia. And we decided to go interview him because he has a pretty broad overview over everything that happens within athletics here at the University of Georgia and his perspective as an AD to college sports. And the co- the student athletes provides like a really cool opportunity to learn more about sports culture here at the university. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's interesting because Josh Brooks was actually um, working at a school in Louisiana before he came here. It wasn't until 1999 when he was working as a student manager where he was able to come to Athens for the first time. We first, uh, I first visited Georgia in uh, 99. We played here when I was a student manager, and we when I came to Athens for that game, I fell in love with Georgia that day, and I told my best friend that. I one day want to, that's my dream job. I want to work there one day. And he's the one that called me in 2008 because he was in coaching as well. And he called me up and said, there's a job open at Georgia. You need to apply for it. You've always said you want to work there and it all worked out. And I mean, like I said, if you've been to Athens, you know what he's talking about. But as soon as he came here, he knew that it was such a special place. He loved the camaraderie that came with being a Georgia Bulldog. And in that moment, he knew that although he was at this different school, eventually he was wanting to work his way up to work for the Georgia Bulldogs in some capacity. And I mean, he's definitely done that. He's now the athletic director of UGA, which is amazing for him. I mean, he has so many responsibilities and he really has a huge hand in the experience of these student athletes and how they're able to tie in the sports aspect with the educational aspect. This past year, UGA had 39,000 students apply to university, which is an insane number. Um, 16,000, almost 17,000 students were admitted, which makes for a little over 40% acceptance rate. Um, it's the largest U- it's the largest public university that provides hands-on experience. And something that me and Bailey can definitely attest to is how valuable something like the Double Dog program is. We were actually able to earn a bachelor's and a master's degree in five years. So there are a ton of great opportunities available to the students, but also to the student athletes. As you heard from Josh, he's really passionate about making the student athletes experience valuable. Um, So he's going to tell you a little bit more about that and why he loves it so much. For me, it all starts with the student athlete and protecting and promoting their experience and making it the best possible it can be. So that's from the education they receive. That's uh, from the degree they're going to earn. That's the experience they're going to have on the field, the experience they're going to have off the field, off the court, whatever it may be. Um, it all starts with that, right? So, and we have over 300 employees and it's all geared towards that. And we have coaches and staff members. Um, and then it bleeds into supporting our coaches, supporting our staff. Uh, a great experience for our fans and donors and those that support our programs because it all connects, right? So the better the better we can support our student-athletes, the better they can perform on and off the field. The better they perform, the better our coaches do and the better our teams do and the better experience we provide for our fans and provides us resources to where we can make enhancements at venues. So it's all interconnected. But the role is, I mean, you're you're dealing with so many constituencies and, and trying to support and balance all these wants and needs. But for me, it all starts and ends with the student athlete experience first and foremost. And if we take care of that, then the rest will you know, kind of fall into place from there. Right. So in addition to the top tier education that you get at a university, such as 
such as UGA, there is also a strong culture and tradition, especially surrounding sports here. You know, there's nothing like wearing the red and black and calling the dogs and ringing the chapel bell after a victory. And there's thousands of people that make the voyage to Athens just to watch their favorite sports, including the gym dogs, basketball, baseball, track and field, and especially football, you know. And football comes with its own traditions, such as tailgating all, all across campus, like Myers Quad, and going to the dog walk right outside of Tate, and hearing the Redcoat band play. When you hear that, you know it's fall. And just, it brings a special energy to the city of Athens and to campus. And every Saturday between the hedges, when there's a wave of Georgia fans willing to travel to experience that energy, it just, it can't be found anywhere else. Yeah, you know, I never, I hate to uh, ever say we're the best or pound our chest, but, um, you know, we've, we've got one of the largest, obviously, followings on social. We've got one of the, we're the most attended football games, things like that. So we have a dominant presence in the force. We are the University of Georgia. Um, you know, just the amount of people that come in for a home football game this weekend, 92,000 coming in and hotels, restaurants, all the things and, and coming in and supporting a city and what it does, the economic impact of a city uh, that program or game has. Um, and then, you know, just the fact that how many lives we touch and how many, that you know, just thinking of the impact football has on a weekend and the businesses that supports and, you know, their hotels can, you know, one football season could make or break a year. So it's just, it's felt throughout this whole state. I think it means a lot to just people's, you know, just their morale and just uh, their mentality to, to have something to look forward to, to get away from the, the grind of whatever their week may be and just have some fun and, and, and camaraderie. And I think that's one thing people forget in all of this is they get so caught up in winning and losing. They forget how much fun it is just to tailgate and be with your friends. Yeah, and even aside from that, when Georgia fans come to Athens for a game, you know, we have a great downtown scene. We have hotels, we have restaurants, we have so many other things to do. And they obviously buy tickets to the game, but they're also going out to eat after the game. They're going out to the bars, they're staying in the hotel. So it really has a massive economical impact in the city of Athens, which is amazing. Yeah, and, and people, you know, obviously football is a big driver, right? Six home games, seven home games, some years, 90,000. But there's also, you know, multiple basketball games, multiple baseball games, volleyball, soccer, you name it. All these events, we bring in people constantly to campus, whether that's them stopping at the at the convenience store to get gas and soda or, um, you know, <laughs> restaurants. You know, tomorrow night our restaurants will be full. You won't be able to get a table anywhere downtown to every hotel is going to be full with two night minimums. So the trickle effect of that and the tax revenue off of that greatly impacts our city and our area. Um, so I, I, I never want to lose sight of that because those six weekends of home football game, G-Day, a seventh commencement is a big weekend, right? And then basketball games or, or whatever else maybe bringing people to town constantly just has such a great trickle effect of helping this economy here. Um, and even people who, you know, we have a lot of donors who just own game day condos, you know, things like that, that they'll run out the rest of the year. Just there's so many things, so many ways in which it impacts the economy here because people want to be here. And Athens is obviously a phenomenal place to come visit. So I think sometimes people are looking for any reason to come to Athens for a weekend, whether, you know, whether it's a concert or a football game or what have you. So without the presence of the sports, you know, the University of Georgia and the state of Georgia wouldn't be the same. There would be a huge hole within the state of Georgia without these sports. So cheering on the dogs make people feel 
like they're a part of something that's truly bigger than themselves. You know, Dog Nation runs runs deep and it runs far and wide across the country. It's it's really hard to go somewhere and not find someone that went to the University of Georgia or mm-hmm. is a fan or in some capacity part of Dog Nation. So it's been it's a really special thing to hear ha- have here at the University of Georgia. Yeah, definitely. And it's interesting because I did not grow up a Georgia fan. I was actually a Florida really? State fan. Oh. I know. I'm sorry. Um <laughs> But all of my family went there. So I didn't become a Georgia fan until I came to college. I mean, my sister went here, too. So that's what started it initially. But I didn't become a true Georgia fan until I came to college here. But just experiencing how big of an impact sports have. I mean, we'll get into other topics later. But in, in the terms of this episode, hearing what Tim had to say about how massive UGA is within the greater, um, I don't know where I'm going with this either, but just hearing what Tim had to say about how prevalent sports are in Georgia, but especially when the Georgia Bulldogs come to play at the stadium, how big of an impact it has. It's really cool because I remember when I went to my first game, I, I mean, I'm not even that big of a football fan in the grand scheme of things, but it was just so cool to see all these people coming together to cheer on the dogs. And as Bailey mentioned, there's so many traditions that come with um, going to Athens for a game. It was just a really special experience. And I truly did feel like I was part of something right. bigger than myself. So I can definitely say that, I mean, UGA is such a big force um, in this industry in Georgia. And it's just going to be really interesting to see it continue to grow, especially after they won back-to-back titles the past couple of years. Right. And for, for a little context, I used to work in athletics closely with the football team here at Georgia. And it was such a cool opportunity to see from that side of things, how uh, college sports and a division one football team work. Um, it was an even better opportunity to interview our guests today because they provided a perspective that I didn't really see going through as a student worker here and from either an administrative side, such as Josh Brooks or the economic side that Tim Zlowski could really speak on. It was really coming. It was really a full circle moment where everything just kind of works together to encourage this type of sports culture and drive this community of people. Like, I I don't know if you guys have ever been to a football game here in Athens, but Saturday in Athens in the fall is one of the most electric places to be. Mm -hmm. Um, Is I I can't find that energy anywhere else. Yeah. Special thank you to, Tim and Josh for being willing to speak with us on this topic and giving us such great insight. We have a lot of other really cool guests lined up for our next few episodes, three of which are featured in next week's episode about entrepreneurship. We explore why Georgia is such a great place to start your own business and how UGA empowers small business owners. So be on the lookout for that episode dropping next week. We'll see you then. From the New Media Institute at the University of Georgia, thank you for listening to the Georgia On Your Mind podcast, a series that explores the relationship between the state of Georgia and the university that lives within the heart of it. Tune in next week as we explore another area of expertise in Georgia. We'll see you then.